Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. This is our uh, Zoom Q&A. We are going to start doing this every month if you guys decide that it is helpful for you. Um, And this is kind of just an opportunity where you can ask Dan um, really anything you want. So if you have challenging cases, questions on protocols, um, really anything, you're welcome to that. Um, so I think what we're going to do is just go ahead and dive in. And then if you have a question, feel free to jump in with it. Um, one of the questions we had submitted beforehand was ringing in the ears. Mm-hmm and kind of what can be tied to that, what are maybe some protocols related to that, what are your thoughts? You know, one of the things that I have had to become very good about is, especially with practitioners and educating clients, because if if the practitioner is communicating properly with the client, then the message, the full message gets through, right? Like the fact of the matter is there's all kinds of things you can do for ringing the ears. There's all kinds of protocols, there's all kinds of procedures or steps you can put garlic oil in the ears for you know 60 Mm -hmm. 60 days and take conjuplex like nine a day and Mm -hmm. get rid of the you know if there's fluid in there i mean there's there's literally dozens and dozens of things you could do Mm -hmm. but the truth of the matter if we follow a specific approach and step-by-step approach we're going to position that client to get the best results possible with the least amount there's still going to be effort and it's still going to take time, mm-hmm. but the least amount of, of that on, on their part as possible and yet still get the good results. So, so with us, when we look at ringing in the ears, obviously your case history is going to tell you about any traumas. Okay. So you got to be aware of that if there's any traumas. There could be as a child they had the mumps, mm-hmm. right? Or, or, some, or mono, right? So any past immune system issues... Mm-hmm. You you have to almost ask the question mm-hmm. about the five stressors, but in advance before you check them kinesiologically for the five stressors. Oh, okay. So that's why we do a case study. If we okay. if the case study wasn't going to reveal you pearls of information that will point you in the direction of why is this person's ring in the ears doing what it's doing now obviously if they're in the military mm-hmm. or if they're around heavy equipment or if they've done severe damage or i mean there's some there's certain things that you're not going to be able to yeah. overcome or 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 change in their case but when it comes to asking about the five stresses do you have any major scars or trauma scars on the body do you have you, when you were growing up at any time in your life were you around toxic chemicals or you know farming communities refineries like what we have here mm-hmm. in Cheyenne um, what was the water quality? What water do you drink on a regular basis? 
Um, are you taking over the counter prescription medications? I mean, your case history and that intake education is going to build piece by piece, step by step, and give you the answer to that question, but you're gonna to have to have maybe an hour or two and five or six different documents and two or three different evaluations of all that information to come up with, I suspect that this is what we need to do, or this is what you test best for. Mm. You know, you have you. What I find is it's immune challenges. If if you go through all that, and it's not an injury, and they didn't have the mumps or anything like that. You can still find that immune challenges uh, and diet are the two biggest things contributing to that. They have to straighten out their diet. Um, I don't know any other way to help people straighten out their diet than to have them on a regular basis write down for the practitioner. Here's what I'm eating on a regular basis. The reason practitioners are kind of reluctant to do this, there's three factors. Why, and, why, and part of it is this following a whole procedure, right, for intake and education and step-by-step -step questions and the evaluation, and here's what we've determined. But either there's something about it that they're afraid of for themselves, there's something that they have a fear for going down that road, or they just don't simply know, or they haven't put enough value on it as a priority as part of that relationship building. Because the bottom line is if you're not going out of your way to really focus on things that develop good communication and long-term relationship from day one, from moment one when you start working with that person uh, and your intake procedures support that and your, your evaluation supports that. If you're using HRV, it helps to support that. If you have light therapy that you do in your office, it supports that. If you have foot bath or whatever, it supports that. If you're doing free classes, it supports that. Practitioners have lost sight of what really truly is important. Not just knowing that you can put garlic oil in the ears if you think there's a infection in the eustachian tubes and there's inflammation and that's what's causing it or if the heart's off and it's not firing the fluids off the body and that's what's contributing to it and we find that a lot too. But you have to, the process of getting that person to accept your, your, your advice or your counsel and take action on it is preceded by tons of this contact and communication and education developing track. We, in, in Practice Blueprint, we call it getting on track, right? Trust, rapport, authority, and control. If you don't have those elements in that relationship with the person, at some point, it kind of goes by the wayside. I've experienced it, still experience it some, on, on occasion, still to this day. Um, that at some point in the, in the relationship or the educational process, um, we didn't have that dialed in. So, um, yes, there are there's specific protocols that you can go to in our clinical reference guide that talks about ringing the ears and can they try it for, for 90 days minimum and see how they respond? Yes. Can you practice that way? Yes. All I'm saying is it's better if you have a lot of pre-education in place that solidifies the relationship. Now, I'm going to give tell mm. a quick story. Yeah. Because you heard about this, Dr. The, the the chiropractor that I that I met yeah. with this last week yeah in Nebraska she was I did a class in Mitchell um, there was a chiropractor there and we got to talking after the class and actually we were able to touch base she called me I called her we were playing mm -hmm. phone tag I finally talked to her yesterday day before sometime this week and we were talking and she's she's very knowledgeable she's got a good practice um, been in the business seventeen years. And when I posed her the question about the food thing, and she said, well, I've, I've asked people to do that, and just give me three days worth, and I'll see if I can give you some, you know, some pointers. They won't even do that. And I said, here's why. 
just because you have a relationship with them in the realm mm-hmm. of chiropractic and that you're they love you as their as the adjustment side and the structural integrity side and they feel better less pain better movement i get it when you bring up a new topic you have to start over you have now entered on a new a brand new communication mm-hmm. pattern with that person and if you don't start from the beginning and treat them like a brand new person with the right intake and right communication, mm-hmm. they're not going to be willing. You're not on track mm-hmm. with them on their food logs. Even with the rapport Doesn't already matter. established. Doesn't matter. You're, you're still not on track uh, with that person to, to do right. that. Right. I'm just saying, even if you feel really confident in the rapport you have sure. with that client, yeah. you're still starting kind of at the same place from a, it's a new relationship. From the nutritional side. It's a new yeah. relationship. I'm going to open this up. Just get us a little here. I got it right here. Oh, that's... That's better. Trying you, to get the light up. <laughs> so, so for me, it's always been about like when our office, regardless of the thing, like ringing in the ears, headaches, hormones, bloating, weight management, whatever it is that they say their goal is, there's five contacts with every client before they ever start a program, five meaningful contacts by design to establish a foundation um, for that relationship and we told a story in practice in the uh, practitioners weekend um, most people don't know this but if you go to a restaurant and you have a flawless experience mm-hmm. the statistical likelihood that you're going to return to that restaurant is 40 percent that's the average mm-hmm. if you make a second visit to that restaurant and have another flawless experience right Great food, great service, price, ambiance, everything. The statistical likelihood that you'll return a third time mm-hmm. is 42%. These are proven numbers in the restaurant industry. When someone is being served, and that, don't make no mistake about it, we're servants. Our job is to educate people and to serve their needs. And if they have a third experience that's flawless with you, the statistical likelihood that they'll return a fourth time jumps to 70%. So, so here's the thing. When I talk about intake and I talk about procedures and contact and having meaningful impact and exchange with these people to develop a, a relationship with them and to get into a healing relationship, which is very intimate. I've referred to it as, in the past as being it's a professional intimacy, right? That you have to establish with these people. That's why we, all, we don't market to the first, second, third, fourth, or fifth visit. We market in our office to a minimum of five visits, preferably Contacts. as flawless as possible. Yeah. Whether they're in the office or they watch the video or they come here or they get checked by me or Craig or Tammy, mm-hmm. and then we have them back for the POC, phone calls in between the visits. These are all by design. You have to remember, practitioners, you've got a lot of competition out there. You may think you don't have competition. Right, I know, and I've gone through it myself in the past. My ego likes to tell me, "Oh, Dan, nobody does what you do." Well, they may not do what I do, but they're competing for the same people. They are competing for the same people, just like in your uh, city or your town or wherever your practice is. You have tons of competition. There's lots of noise out there, lots of distractions, lots of things that keep people from making this a priority. Mm -hmm. That's why they're sick. Okay, and they need you. So all of that has to happen, and then you can check specific things. You can check light therapy for mm-hmm. ringing in the ears. You can check 
for the detoxification and or the cleansing aspect of nutritional therapy. Yeah, I was going to see some of the things I see come up is like HP heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. Heavy metal. Yep. Uh, the HB met for heavy metal toxicity. Yep. Um, B&B. Yep. And multi-back. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Didn't no, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fine. Um, yeah, those are the things that I would look at in order to design a program specific for them. And then it's a minimum of 90 days. It's a minimum of consistency for 90 days. Not perfection, but doing it consistently, um, monitored, and doing it consistently to uh, position the body to restore its function, to stop giving the symptom that it can't perform, which is ringing in the ears, and that's all it is, mm-hmm. is a symptom. And, uh, and then, you know, you're off to the races. So each and every step in the, in the process is, you know, uh, George Birnbach is one of my favorite uh, management guys. Uh, he's with Five Star Management. Um, I've known him for a long, long time, and he uh, he, he talked to, to me one time about about positioning the people to have these types of experiences, and and he was, you know, he was very adamant about that. This is the way to do it. He's traveled the world. He goes to London. He goes everywhere working. That's all he does is works with practitioners, um, and he's built four clinics himself across the country. His wife's the practitioner. He's the he's the business guy, and. Uh, and you as a practitioner, it's part of your professionalism to develop both skills. These are two skills that both can be developed, both need to be developed, or find somebody that's going to take those skills off of you. Like I know Wanda and, and uh, Wendy and Rhonda have a perfect relationship, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Rhonda does all the front office They're great. They're, yeah, their dynamic and, is yeah. awesome. Yeah. They're, right, they're right in sync with each other. And yeah, it's beautiful. Yep. So, so I also want to just touch base on um, HP Nervine, okay? Because that's our special next week: the buy four get one free for the wholesalers. Right. Um, and we kind of touched briefly on it earlier, but I just want to I just want to cover that as well. We got Hillary on too. Yeah, Hi, Hillary. Hey, thanks for joining us. Um, and I noticed that um, like one of the things this can help with is dizziness and head and like being like headed when mm-hmm. you stand up, yep. which was another question that we had come in. What about just dizziness, lightheaded? Anything you want to add on that? When you're, are you looking for anything specific when that comes in as a concern? You know, if you take them through the process, if you've done your intake, if you've ruled out, you know, military or shooting guns or injury or mm-hmm. uh, childhood illnesses, you know, or infections, that type of thing, uh, you just take them through the process. Make sure the nervous system's responding like it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of the, there's a lot of factors that go into this like you know mindsets you know emotions right can be a part of this puzzle nutrition uh the right diet uh, Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of things and so people sometimes too we have to remember can be become overwhelmed um if you Mm. you know I, i was talking to a young lady earlier today i just love her to death she's a great great educator but she'll spend an hour and a half two hours with people every visit and the challenge there's several challenges with that one, how much did they really retain or remember? That question has to be asked, right? Mm. And two, is that practitioner truly being compensated for the value they're bringing to the market? And my experience is that they're not. They're not being compensated properly mm-hmm. for the value they're bringing to the market. So it creates extra stress on the practitioner, mm-hmm. and they're trying to help their, their clients like get your mindset right, do stress reduction, do all yeah. these other things. But yet, by their own design, they've created a circumstance where their stress is amplified. 
Mm, that's a really good point. It's a huge point. Mm-hmm. So, so these are things that we all have to look at. There's, there's all kinds of proven systems out there. Mine certainly isn't the only one, but it's worked really well for 20 years. And, and we're just trying to position ourselves to be that resource for other people. So there's, you know, there's a lot more to it than just, here's a product to take. Yes. We can follow- That's such a good brand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's the product to, you know, and I understand, I get this out of it too. The clients, when they come to us, yeah. they're in that mindset. Yeah. I have this, so I need that, right? I have a headache, give me aspirin, right? And they, so they're, they've been conditioned, unfortunately, to think that way. And your job as a professional is to break them out of that ill, that ill habit, right? Because mm-hmm. that habit is not going to get them any results. Mm-hmm. And you know the definition of insanity: doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. <laughs> so you got to break them out of that form of insanity that was mm-hmm. thrust on them by modern medicine and its inability to, you know, educate them properly, to take responsibility, to look for the warning signs, to be aware, listen to their body. Um, Find a good coach, right, or a good mentor and walk them through this stuff. Develop those relationships. I mean, none of these, they're, they're just not positioned that way. So I understand they come to you and it's like, I just want, I just want the ringing gone. Yeah. Okay, well, here's how we get rid of the ringing. Mm-hmm. There's 45 minutes worth of paperwork. <laughs> and in that paperwork's a case history, two pages, with a system survey and, and the heart rate variability test with nutritional kinesiology. And um, once we fill all that out after this class, if you like what you hear and if you think you're a great match for us, then we'll do all that. You come in, we're gonna do an initial consultation to see what we find through evaluation. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna pause, we're gonna reevaluate what we think we found, and make sure you're a great match for us, and that gives you a chance to make sure I'm a great match for you. And then we'll have you back, mm-hmm. and we'll do another program, we'll do the program of care, which outlines your responsibilities over the next 12 weeks minimum. 12 weeks minimum. Mm-hmm. And then, We'll reevaluate to see if what we think we found on the first evaluation is exactly the way you're going to be today. But I just want to get rid of my ringing ears. I said, I understand that. Here's how we do that. There's 45 minutes worth of paperwork, <laughs> followed by a case history, <laughs> followed by the system survey, followed by the heart rate variability, followed by the evaluation. See, here's the thing, practitioners. Sometimes you're allowing your clients to dictate how you do your policies and your procedures. You're letting them kind of tell you how to fix them, right? And so you start scrambling around and going down a bunch of rabbit holes, and what does that do? Produces more stress on you, which you just gave this really dynamic class on stress reduction, <laughs> and, and you're allowing your clients to be your major source of your stress, right? So, so the point is, is that if you, you cross your T's and dot your I's, you have those things in place, you know like I tell people, be 20 steps ahead of your clients. You have 20 steps that you're ahead of them in terms of the things they're exposed to, the educational process, how they're communicated with, mm. when you communicate what, right? And uh, well, Dan, I just want to get rid of the ring in my ears. I don't want to hear this. I understand. But in order to be a client here, there's 45 minutes worth of paperwork, case history, mm-hmm. systems. You bring certain. up a really good point because I've we had several this. conversations in the last couple of weeks um, just on client intake and how important that is. Mm. Because if you, and and this is like one small piece of our program, right? Where yep. like you can take your you know manual business in a box, you can use our paperwork so you don't have to develop that all yourself. Yep. But um, it's really important to have um, a system in place and to have 
um, the right intake paperwork in place so that you have all, you know, as much information as you can to start with, regardless of what your evaluation system is, yeah. right? Or what your process is. Yeah. And having the right questions in there and making sure that's done every single time because, and I totally get it, so many of you care so much about helping people that sometimes you want to jump quickly to the solution because you care and because you want to help them, right? And so, but it's so important to have that system in place and follow that. Um, Just like we're, you know, you were just mentioning that we do the the first visit complimentary and then we actually have them come back a second time and double check. Now, a lot of the times clients really want to get their supplements on that first visit. Now we're doing this strategically on purpose by not putting them on a program on that very first visit. And sometimes that can be a challenging conversation with them to help them understand that it's really for their best interest to wait and to to start that program into the second visit so that we can really dial in and make sure that that pre-education was really on point. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. So the intake procedure is so, 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 so important. We've covered it in previous lives. Um, I'm sure we'll cover it again. But if you guys have questions on that, feel free to reach out. Um, Thank you, April, for jumping on. If you have any questions you want to submit on protocols or challenging cases, please feel free to jump in. Yes. Um, We'd love to take your questions. Uh, The last question that I had was on Charlie horses. Oh. Yeah, or muscle cramps. Yep. So I'm going to make a, um, I don't know if I want to say the word guess or assumption, but I'm going to make a conclusion that they did their 45 minutes worth of paperwork, they've done their case history, they've done all that, and it's given you, it's revealed to you certain things, like if they're really athletic, if they're, if they're, if they're uh, perspire real easily, um, you have to check into electrolytes, sodium, potassium balancing, you got to look at uh, mineral uh, depletions uh, leading into that type of thing. Um, again, you have to look at uh, adrenal and heart. You have to look at, mm. there's a lot of different things that the process is going to reveal to you what you need. Uh, let me tell, I'll back it up with a story. My father always used to say, if you let people talk long enough, they'll tell you exactly what's wrong with them. And if you let them talk just a little bit longer, they'll tell you how to fix them. So, Taking that to heart is why there's 45 minutes worth of paperwork, case history, system survey, HRV, evaluation, break between first and second evaluation, phone call between first and second evaluation, POC prepared between first and second evaluation, second evaluation to make absolutely certain they're thrilled about starting a program, that they are on board, that you're on track with them, and you get them off to the best start possible. Then, when you're to that point, and all this has been done, mm. then you can look into all of the different aspects of Charlie horses and yeah. muscle cramps and yeah. sodium potassium, adrenal, circulatory, find out if their hands and toes are tingling, you know. And here's the other thing, and, I, and Tony's on it, he's listening, and, and I love chiropractic, he knows it. I love chiropractic. I, you know, I'm, I'm not the everything to everybody, Okay. Here's what I am. We have something for everybody. Okay? Mm. I'm not everything to everybody. I have something for everybody. Meaning, my POC is very specific. 
we will reserve the right to refer you to allied professionals, allied with me, that do what I don't do. So that means acupuncture, that means chiropractic, that means some of these other modalities that we feel you would benefit from. I mean, I've, I've basically helped Mr. Nielsen rebuild his program, his chiropractic office the last 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Our local my, chiropractor. He's, he's, my, he's my personal chiropractor. He has been for, for several years now. And uh, I went in there just today to get my every three-week adjustment because that's my self-care. And I call in the driveway, and who do I see coming out of his office but one of our mutual clients, right? So um, you can't be everything to everybody, but you have something for everybody. Mm. And nobody gets to walk through your door that you can't help. Just you have to believe that. That's the truth. Mm. It is the truth. If, If you position yourself to be that resource and to do that intake properly... And don't skip steps and don't fudge on stuff because that fudges on the relationship, right? How would you have liked to marry your current spouse and found out a year later after you married them that they may have been married to someone else you didn't know about it or they had a more debt than you realized or they've got a twin brother that substituted for a couple of dates while you were in courting with each other? How would you like to found out about it afterwards? Not very comfortable, right? No. Same in a relationship with a client. If you don't do all this due diligence up front, <laughs> you don't want to find out about this stuff after the fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, same point. It's a great point. Yeah. Well, hopefully, an illustration. In speaking in illustrations, right? I mean, there's, there's nobody you can't help. If they've come through your door, there's nobody you can't help. But you can't be all things to everybody. Mm-hmm. But you have something for everybody. Now, when you say that there's nobody you can't help, I just want to jump in and clarify mm-hmm. that when you when you say that, what you mean is that if they're not a good fit for your office, you'll refer them out. I just want to clarify that 100%. for you because I know you do not accept every we case accept that walks case through the door, but from. you will make referrals out for those individuals if you don't feel like you're a good match for them. One of my number one things if I'm running into a challenge, potentially, mm-hmm. right? Here's how I can, because I, I still can help them. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to accept them on a program mm-hmm. is my first recommendation with you is that you come through my nutrition 101 class mm-hmm. and we get you more education. You need more, more experience with what, mm. what our philosophy is to make sure it absolutely makes perfect sense for you. And when we do that, when we focus on that with these clients, then it, sometimes they show up to that class. Sometimes they don't, but it's, it's also a game of checkers, Right. They came in, I evaluated, they left, I called them, they responded, I came back for a POC, I decide they're not a good match for me, so I want more education, and that's my move, and they look at me, it's like, oh no, no, I just want to get rid of the ring in my ears. I just want you to just do your test and put me on something. It's like, no, my first recommendation, that might be a recommendation down the road, but my first recommendation is, you would greatly benefit from more education. So in the Nutrition 101 class is next Tuesday, 6.15 here. Please mm-hmm. be my guest. No, I don't want that. Then is there something else I can help you with? That's And I've told that to people. Yep. I have told that to them. Well, is there something else I can help you with? Now we refer out or we yep. send to, yep. you know, but... The flip side of that is that... I don't you... want to burn a referral by sending them a bad client, though, either. So, you know, you got to... You know, pay attention to that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. The other, the flip side of that is that you've had clients that they go, oh, okay, and then they actually show up for that next class two weeks or three weeks yep. later, 
and then they, and they're they're showing they're moving their checker piece and yep. saying yes I want to contribute here I'm engaged I want to right I want to be a part of this solution too and then yep. you you then you reconsider and bring them back through an evaluation yep. right because then they've now put forth some effort as yep. well versus wanting it to just be a supplement to correct mm-hmm. the cuz it's not it's never just mm-hmm. the supplement is the big thing I had one client that came to me went through the whole process even came through even came through the nutrition 101 class and at the end of the class, I looked at them and I said, so tell me, tell me what the next step is. What, what do you, how do you see us being able to help you? And she says, and this is what it took. Now remember, there's one, two, three, four, five. This is our sixth visit, sixth contact together, okay? And she looked at me and she says, I got to be honest with you. See, it took six contacts for her to be able to look at me and say, I got to be honest with you. I have a family member that comes here and I'm concerned that they'll know about my case from somebody oh, here. wow. Yeah. It took her six contacts. Wow. So here's a person whose mindset and stress emotionally is no, not lacking trust. Mm. Very hard to get to, to get to trust. It took six contacts between me and her. And at the end of that, I said, so what do you think? What do you, how do you see me best helping you now that you've been through some additional education? And she says, I got to be honest with you, which means she wasn't open with me before. She wasn't dishonest. She just wasn't speaking her mind early on. And now at that point, she felt like in the relationship she could. Mm. She could express now herself. Now she can share her truth. Now she can share her truth. Mm. I got a family member that comes here and I don't want them knowing anything about my health. And I'm, I'm afraid they're going to find out. Wow. And I said, I can understand that totally. Hmm. And all I can tell you to put you at ease on that, if that's the only reason, really, all I can tell is tell you that everyone's files are confidential. We don't cross talk mm-hmm. about people, even if it's family, unless they're in the room, in the exam room, and they've mm-hmm. been invited in. They don't know mm-hmm. what's going on with that family member. It's up to the family member to tell them. Um, so, uh, hmm. if that's not enough of assurance for you, if that doesn't put you at ease, then we need to find maybe a different office for you to work with. Mm-hmm. And they were totally thrilled with that answer. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think she sent us three more clients over the course of about two years. That's awesome. She won't come here, but she's referred. Interesting. Yeah. Because we spend more time and we're more invested in the relationship than in the transaction relationship trumps revenue every time put revenue out of your mind when you're working your business if you're in business for money you're in the wrong business i mean you're supposed to be in business to make an impact not for an income did we no crash i think we're just screen sharing okay all right, awesome, you guys. We are um, super grateful that you joined us for yes, this. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. And um, just real quick, wanted to share that we do have a new um, clinical reference guide that is about to be released, and it's going to be available in digital version for you guys, so you can access it on any device. Yep. So that was kind of my big announcement I want to make sure to share with you guys. Um, also next week is your special buy four, get one free on the HP Nervine to help, um, like we talked about help calm, calm down, down stress, anxiety, sleeplessness, uh, children with, you know, potentially overactive behavioral patterns. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
the busy ones. I might give some to my son. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. And if you guys have any other questions or anything we can do for you, please feel free to reach out. Have an awesome weekend. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.